0: When we hear about people who have been diagnosed with COVID-19 and the symptoms associated with it, my biggest question has been, what is it like? Especially when I've heard about the lack of smell. I spoke with a Frederick County resident who was diagnosed with COVID-19 about what it was like to have the disease. She's since been released from isolation, meaning the Frederick County Health Department said she had met the conditions of being recovered. But before I continue with her story, let's get the latest on COVID-19 in the county and the state. I'm Heather Mangilio, and this is Frederick Uncut. As of Saturday, there were 120 cases in Frederick County, with 20 people considered recovered. As of Sunday, there are now three deaths in the county. The latest is in a woman in her 50s with underlying medical conditions who was hospitalized. As of Sunday morning, there were 3,609 cases in the state, although these cases do not include at least eight Frederick County cases. There was a total of 67 deaths, according to the State Health Department, but this doesn't include two Carroll County deaths. At least 100 more people were hospitalized. And while 159 people were released from isolation overall, there hasn't been anyone released since Saturday. So as I mentioned, 20 people in Frederick County have been considered recovered from COVID-19. One of those people is Barbara Berry. Now, we're still practicing social distancing here at Frederick Uncut, so I spoke with Barry over the phone a couple days ago, to hear a little bit more about what it's like to have COVID-19 and those symptoms that she experienced. And I really wanted to know what it was like to lose that sense of smell. Can you tell me a little bit about um, when you were diagnosed with COVID-19, how you were diagnosed, just a little bit of the story?
1: Okay, well, um, on the 14th, I came down with some symptoms. Although I was not aware that it was COVID at the time, I had some gastrointestinal symptoms. hate to say the big word, diarrhea, but that's what it was. (laughs) And then um, the next day I felt very lethargic. And then um, the next couple of days I had a scratchy throat and then a a sore throat and then the cough developed. And my daughter was having similar symptoms and she had been exposed to um, a client of hers who had told her, that her husband had been exposed to somebody at work. So I guess that would be second hand exposure and then I was with my daughter so I thought being 67 and having some of the starting to have some of the typical symptoms I should get tested as well. So I went to be tested on the 18th and then I got a fever the next day and then I continued to get more and more symptomatic. Um, I was very lethargic. I got very weak. I had lost my sense of smell, my sense of taste. And then my daughter, who's a nurse at Frederick Memorial Hospital, gowned up and came over to check on me, and she took my vital signs and determined that I was dehydrated. So she provided me with Gatorade, and she changed the sheets in the room and the bed, and opened the windows and lit a candle. And, you know, I really got very good nursing care. She came back later that evening and brought me some broth. And I mean, she was unbelievably vigilant about checking up on me and making sure I was OK. And then um, I'm trying to think how this went. So that was Saturday and Sunday and Monday. Those four days are probably the worst. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, so that would bring me up to the 23rd of March, and yet I continued to feel sick. I had body aches, um, my joints hurt, and I continued with that feeling of lethargy. I could hardly move, and the cough persisted until yesterday, really. I haven't had any coughing today for the first day, so that's really great.
0: All right. So I think one of the things that a lot of people want to know is what is it like to get tested for COVID-19? Well,
1: I did not know what to expect. And I've since seen some graphics of where that long, I guess you could say it was a Q-tip, goes. And so when I went to be tested, I just pulled the car up to the back door of the doctor's office, and two nurses came out, and they were fully gowned up, and they had on the, um, the masks, the N95 masks and the face shield, and she just put the Q-tip up my nose. I thought it went right straight to my brain, but when I looked at some graphics, it goes straight back. And then then she did it in the other nostril because they were testing for the influenza flu as well. And um, that came back negative almost right away, influenza A and B. So I kind of figured, this has got to be something if it's not influenza. Um, It was a little uncomfortable, but, um, you know, I really had no idea what to expect. It was a little uncomfortable, and that's it. And then I waited five days, and, and the doctor's office called me and, and said that I had tested positive.
0: And so what was it like waiting five days to try to figure out if you have this disease?
1: That was nerve-wracking and a little scary. I pretty much felt like I did because uh, my symptoms were classic. And the one day that I lost my sense of smell, I had a box full of 12 hyacinth, and they were just starting to bloom, and I could not smell them at all. And then I was running around. Oh my gosh! I can't smell the coffee. Couldn't smell anything. And my daughter, I talked to her. She was at the hospital working at the time, and she said, "Oh, mom, they've just come out with some um, evidence that loss of smell is a definite sign." And so, you know, I kind of resigned myself to the fact. Yep, I probably have it. And I just assumed that my daughter in Hagerstown had it although they said her test came back negative, none of us really believe that. They said that, like I said, they told me, Meredith said on the 18th, all of the tests they did on the 18th got messed up. So whether it was a false negative or they lost them or what went on there, I guess we'll never know. But my youngest daughter, who I was with on the 14th, she went and got tested, um, I think, on the 20th. And she got her results back right away. She went to her her primary care. She's 23 weeks pregnant, and she came back positive. And I had been with her the 14th and the 15th, 13th, 14th, and 15th. So, yeah, it was pretty scary waiting for the results, and I was more scared for her knowing I had been with her. And she was now manifesting the same symptoms that I had. And uh, she's she's doing well. She is still lacking her sense of smell and taste. I'm a little worried about that, but she didn't have any of the other symptoms to a um, s- serious degree. She had the mild, mild symptoms.
0: Is, is your uh, sense of smell and taste coming back as oh, well?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I got my sense of smell and taste back. It came back gradually. You can hear my little pooch in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, it came back gradually. You know, um, I I would be able to smell the hyacinth and slightly. And then, oh, wait a minute, I can't smell them anymore. That was my real test and the coffee in the morning. And then, um, yeah, today, yesterday, completely have it back.
0: And what was that like having the sense of smell back after not being able to smell for a couple days? Oh,
1: my gosh, that was so exciting because everything's about smell. You know, (laughs) especially the morning coffee. Anything you eat, everything was tasteless. And I really didn't feel like eating for about five days. Yeah, that's Katie's hanging on to hope that she'll get her smell and her taste back.
0: And so you mentioned that at one point you got really dehydrated. Mm -hmm. Could you tell that you weren't drinking enough or that you just didn't feel well?
1: No, I, I knew I didn't feel well, but I was so lethargic that i i didn't have the energy to even sit up in bed or reach over and get a glass of water or i just laid in bed and um you know when kelly came and she said oh my goodness and as soon as i started to become hydrated i started to feel better and i i think that's super important for people to know that that's one of the side effects if you will of having the virus you know, you have a tendency to to, to to get dehydrated, and some of that is because you're coughing a lot, and breathing was difficult.
0: And at any point did you think, I should go to the hospital? I, I can't stay home anymore.
1: Um, it went through my mind a couple times. I thought, is now the time to go? Is this what they're talking about? Call 911. But I, I just hung in there, you know. And like I said, my my daughter, Kelly, She kept checking in on me. All of my family did. They constantly called and texted. And, you know, I have four children, three daughters and a son and my brother and sister. So they were all keeping very close watch on me.
0: All right. And so now you've been cleared, though.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. And what was that like hearing you are cleared? You can go. You can leave your house.
1: Well, I had mixed feelings about that. At first I thought, oh, wow, but then where do I go? And then the governor put everybody on, I I don't want to say lockdown, but more restricted boundaries in terms of who could go out and where you could go. So I really didn't go out right away. I I think I was cleared on, oh, gosh, I want to say the... the 28th or the 29th, maybe. And, um, even though I, I was asymptomatic except for a cough, I still did not feel comfortable. I still don't, to be honest with you. I'm still not sure I'm not contagious. And that's very scary to think that I could potentially give it to someone else. I, I mean, I would not want anyone to, to get this. And, um, Today, I honestly felt a a feeling of elation because, one, the sun is out and it's a beautiful day, and two, I survived it. I I have been told I won't get it again, and that's a really good feeling, to know that I survived it.
0: So when you were sick, after getting a, a test result, what kind of checkups were you getting from your doctor and from the Frederick County Health Department?
1: While I was sick, the Frederick County Health Department was calling me twice a day, And my doctor's office was calling me once or twice a day.
0: And when the Frederick County Health Department was calling you, what were some of the things that they were asking?
1: How I was feeling. Did I still have a fever? Was there anything I needed? All right. Yeah. They were wonderful. Um, The the young lady's name was Rachel, and it was um, Dr. Randy Culpepper was the doctor who had initially called me after I tested positive, and he interviewed me extensively that evening. And then he called me the next day and we talked some more. And um, then Rachel took over my case, if you will. And she was just absolutely wonderful.
0: And what do you want people to know about having COVID-19?
1: Well, I would like people to know that it's very real. It's not a run-of-the-mill flu i ran into a couple of people who said oh it's just like any other f- flu and the media is making a big deal out of this and no it definitely is not and i'm hoping that people will be taking this seriously and protecting themselves and other people and um yeah it's just not fun and if you do have symptoms to to get tested i i feel like it would be appropriate for me to be retested, I think I would feel a lot better being out and about if I knew for sure I, I still wasn't contagious, and I feel sad that my daughter was not tested, um, and my boyfriend and my best friend and my son, who were all with me and exposed to me, they did not test them because they, they did not display any symptoms. but. Who knows if they're out and about, they did quarantine um, for mm. two weeks, all of them. But you know, it would have been nice to know. I, I think if we could improve anything with this is to test and get the results back and retest. You know, like I said, my Julie was tested at Meritus and 12 days went by and then they, they came up with this year, you tested negative. Where did that come from after telling me that every test that day was messed up somehow? And she had exactly the same symptoms I had, almost the same timeline. Yeah.
0: And, and do you have any idea where you might have gotten the disease?
1: I don't, Heather. I wish I knew, but no, I don't. I don't know where the initial contact was that started the symptoms. Don't know. And do you
0: th- do you think people need to know that You can just get it, that you don't have to know a person who does have it?
1: Oh, absolutely. And we've lamented for hours and days trying to figure out did I get it here? Did I give it to you? I definitely gave it to my pregnant daughter. We were with each other three days, you know? And I don't know where it started with me. I really don't, or with the other girls. All right. Well, I
0: think you've answered all my questions, but anything else you think people need to know about having COVID-19?
1: Well, I, I feel like I've been hopping on the dehydration thing, but I, I just want to put a plug in there for Gatorade. <laughs> I really feel like Gatorade turned things around for me and also that my daughter was aware and knew what was going on was incredibly helpful. And um, and, I, and the other thing was, I once I was diagnosed... Yes, you have it. I knew I had to do everything I could to fight this off. And I th- I believe staying rested, calm, stress-free, hydrated pull- helped pull me through and staying positive. It's keeping a positive attitude.
0: Well, you've clearly been at home for quite a while. So for everyone who is now staying at home and being trying to keep the spread of this disease down, any advice for them for not leaving their houses?
1: Well, um, yeah, stay home, for sure, and just embrace this time to to be by yourself, if you will, or to get things done around the house, or just relax and look inward and, and, you know, get some good reading materials, and I've been doing some indoor gardening all over the place. (laughs) I've planted seeds and clipped some of my jungles from outside and arranged them around the house, and... I'm just so incredibly grateful that I made it, and I feel sad. I have a lot of sad moments when I think about those who are suffering with the disease, suffering not getting tested, not getting medical care, and or watching their loved ones die. It's not a joke. It's not funny. It's serious. I have already contacted NIH to donate my plasma.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, um, that's great that you're participating in in a study like that or hoping to participate in a study like that
1: yeah that i left them a message that you you call and leave a message and they said they'd be back in touch three to five days all right So well
0: very cool looking forward <laughs> to hearing from them yeah and if you do please let us know because i'm sure we would love to follow that
1: i will definitely let you know no all problem
0: right. all right well I really appreciate you taking time to talk with me about what it was like to have this. Um, I'm glad that you were on the mend, and I hope that your daughters get better soon.
1: Thank you so much, Heather. Thanks for expressing your concern and your interest in um, how this thing goes. And Hopefully, it'll be over sooner than later. Great. Okay? Yeah, perfect. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. You can read
0: my story on Barbara Barry and her family, as well as all the other coverage we're doing on COVID-19 and how it is affecting Frederick County at fredericknewspost.com. Frederick Uncut is produced by me, Heather Mangilio, and edited by Graham Cullen. We'll see you soon.